This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday the 17th of June. Justin, listen to this. Mm-hmm. Over 2 million Aussies have now withdrawn almost $15 billion wow. in super from the government's early access scheme. After setting up offices in many countries around the world already and taking the world by storm. Yes. Brett, TikTok is finally opening an office here in Australia. Ah. And the winner is... Yes, who is it? Sydney. Wow, <laughs> very nice for them. Three very nice stories today, Justin. Can't wait. Let's do it. For our first. After months of talking mm-hmm. and testing and PR, mm-hmm. WhatsApp is finally launching payments in its app. This is potentially huge. So what's the story Okay, here? a bit of background. Facebook bought WhatsApp back in 2014 for a casual $19 billion. And back then, it seemed pretty crazy. But now, considering WhatsApp has over 2 billion <laughs> users, kind of sounds like a bargain. bargain. And yesterday, WhatsApp launched payments functionality in Brazil. Probably the first of many countries that WhatsApp will launch this in. So what does this actually mean? WhatsApp users will be able to send and receive money through Mm. the app. Now this is interesting. WhatsApp's payment service is free for consumers like you and me. And can businesses use it too? Yep. WhatsApp users will be able to use payment services to make purchases from local Ah. businesses inside the app. But for businesses, it'll cost around 4% to process the transaction. So what's the key learning here? WhatsApp is finally taking its first serious steps Mm. towards making money. WhatsApp has been good at giving people a place to chat. And now WhatsApp is letting people send payments and actually transact. Ultimately providing WhatsApp and Facebook, okay, WhatsApp's papa, (laughs) another way to make money. Built upon its huge scale and 2 billion users, this revenue stream is less about monetizing our data through ads and more about monetizing conversations with payment transactions. For our second story, Get Swift, an Australian tech company in the logistics Mm -hmm. space, raised $75 million in 2017 Mm. by telling investors it had locked in valuable deals with big companies like Combank and Amazon. But it turned out that Get Swift had only signed them up for Ooh. trials. This is really juicy, Justin. So what's the story here? Get Swift had its IPO on the Australian share market yep. back in 2016. And how'd it go? Its shares did really well. All right. Like up 1,900% <laughs> by the end of the following year well. But now Australia's corporate regulator, ASIC, mm-hmm. alleges that Get Swift misled its investors in several company announcements. And those company announcements are the reason why its share price shot up. GetSwift's share price reached its highest point ever when it announced that Amazon had signed a global agreement Mm. to use its services. So what's the key learning here? Publicly listed companies are required by law to share any information Mm. that could have a significant impact on their share price. Companies make announcements very often as things in the business change. But when GetSwift announces it has a partnership with one of the (laughs) biggest companies in the world in Amazon. When really it was just a trial with Amazon. It's not really something that should be shared yet. It's kind of like when you're going for a job interview Mm -hmm. and you've already changed your LinkedIn profile to say you're working there. (laughs) A little bit presumptuous. So it's not that surprising they've been taken to court by ASIC. And have a class action lawsuit against them. For our third and final story, Apple's App Store generated $519 billion Mm. in billings and sales in 2019. That is a huge number. Mm. So tell me about the App Store. Apple's App Store actually first launched back in 2008. And the App Store is visited by half a billion people, that's billion with a B, every single week. Across 175 countries. Big. So how do Apple's commissions from 
the App Store work? Apple takes a commission of between 15 and 30% for mm. digital goods and services purchased through the App Store. Right. And this has become a pretty yummy sales <laughs> channel for Apple. Particularly because iPhone sales have been coming down in recent years. So what's the key learning here? This is the first time Apple has done a full-on report of the App Store ecosystem. But the timing of this report from Apple is not just no. a coincidence. US antitrust investigators, aka the ACCC mm-hmm. of the US, who basically make sure everyone in the business world is playing nice and fairly. Yep, they've been trying to get Apple to testify as part of its tech competition investigation. In other words, prove to us, Apple, that you are not a monopoly. AKA, prove that your products don't dominate a sector or an industry. AKA, prove that you do not have unfair (laughs) control of the market. So overall, this report from Apple is kind of trying to say the App Store isn't a place where Apple squeezes companies for commissions. But rather, it's just a beautiful ecosystem where business flows. And everyone plays nicely together. Flux family, we would love your feedback on the pod. Check us out on Instagram at flux.finance. We'll post a story up there. We'd love to get your feedback. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.